podcast it's your host Vanessa and I'm just excited to bring forth this amazing message glad that you are joining me on here once again so I hope that you are doing amazing I hope you're having an amazing morning day or evening wherever you are tuning in from so thank you once again for joining me on here glad to have you here all right so on today I just want to say that You know, for the past two weeks, the Lord has been doing a new thing. The last episode we talked about, it was on forgiveness. And I believe the previous one was on wounds and how the Lord just restores and heals those wounds. So the Lord has been doing a lot within me for the past two weeks. But I'm just excited to hop back on here and bring forth this amazing word. So for the past two weeks, the Lord has been leading me to speak on the gift of salvation Before you say, all right, peace out, I'm good, I'm safe, I'm sanctified, I don't need to hear this message, I'm going to say, hold your horses, hold on your gears, and put on the brakes there. Do not click off. I promise you that there's a reason why you're hearing this message. I don't know why, but the Lord will speak to you directly. Now, this message will be a great reminder, even for those who have already, by faith, received the gift of salvation. And maybe this is you or maybe not. In all honesty, I can sense in this season for many people, their faith has become a bit rocky. And I know this for a fact because at least with the people that I have come in contact with across in the past couple of months, many of them who are walking and running the race of faith, you know, with Jesus Christ, many of them, I have noticed that they have come to say one common thing. And I've noticed that it keeps on coming up. And it is that for most of us, our faith has been wavering in this season. Now let's take some time to reflect. So I want you all to reflect on this question that I'm about to share with you. The question is, how is my faith walk and journey with Jesus at this moment? So now let us all take some time to really think about that. So I do encourage you write it down on your journal or however it helps you reflect it better. I hope that you really just take it in and let that sink in. I'm going to repeat it. How is my faith walk and journey with Jesus at this very moment. You see, when I at least think about it, at this very moment, my faith, in all honesty, guys, it definitely has been tested for the last couple of months. If you truly are honest within yourself, and maybe you find yourself saying, you know what, Vanessa, you know what, you're right. I am encountering a dry patch within my faith right now. Look, this is a safe space for all of you. I'm not here to judge and I'm not here to, you know, judge where, you know, whatever walk of life you come from. More power to you if you have stated right now to yourself in all honesty and transparency and say to yourself, you know what? My faith is not where I know I want it to be or where I know God wants me to be in or at the level of faith. And I hope that this, you look at this as an opportunity and give yourself the opportunity for growth within your faith. Now, I just want to share, I'm just simply a vessel here to be used by the Lord himself to help you discover those parts within your walk to remind you that we at times all need this raw awakening. And I think this is a beautiful thing. I'm glad that I'm giving you the opportunity to take that time to reflect 
where is your faith right now at this very moment? I know that we are all created different by God. But one thing I, I can say is that we are all created in his perfect image. And even though we are all different and we all come from different walks of life, our stories that we share, and I personally may not know your story, your testimony, or what you have faced just yesterday, but one thing I know is that I can assure you of this, that we can all run back to the arms of Jesus, to his presence. And let me share I have personally gone through some rough patches within my walk of faith, and I'm sure you have too. In all honesty, guys, there's no shame in that. I think it's beautiful when we are fully 100% transparent because this provides us the opportunity to acknowledge within ourselves the areas that we either have to work on or let the Lord change within us. And whether you have received the gift of salvation or not before, I know for a fact that the Lord will lead me throughout this message that I'm sharing with you that he laid upon my heart recently to share with you all that this opportunity here that he will bring forth on today, you will receive this beautiful gift by faith. With that said, let's kick it off with this Bible verse Go get your digital Bibles, your physical Bible, whatever you want to use, go get it. And let us go to the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 9. And so it says, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast about it. That's a beautiful verse. And now here, if we depict this very verse, it's a great reminder to both you and I that indeed here, there is nothing, guys. There is nothing that you and I can do to earn the love, the mercy, grace, including our very own salvation from God. You see, it is by faith alone that we can receive the gift of salvation. Let me share this with you. I have said it before, but some of you may already know that about eight years ago or so, I came to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior by faith in my own very room. Yes, you heard that right. In my own very room. Yes, it might sound crazy, right? But that is how it happened. And you know what? The beauty of all of this is that everyone's story is different, you know, to how they came to Christ. And that is actually called our own personal testimony. Now, for those of you who might not quite know my personal testimony, I do encourage you to go listen to the Lost Sheep, which is, I believe, is um, episode number two. And in that episode, I share more in depth my personal testimony. I do encourage you to go here. It is, it's a, it's a very powerful one. So with that said, I promise you that you will get a better perspective of how All of that took place, if you're interested to hear it. Now, back to what I was saying. Many times before coming to Christ, I kept on being asked by random people whom I basically encountered, encountered, excuse me, at a bus stop or at a grocery store or simply at random places. And I clearly recall at those various occasions and, and moments that God was trying to save me. 
now that I think about it, I simply did not see it this way. And in all honesty to you, I honestly genuinely believe now that God was basically sending those strangers to give me the opportunity by faith to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. How amazing is that? Of course, back then I didn't see it that way. Let me say, I know this is really bad, but you know, again, reminder, this was me before knowing Christ. I not once was interested in even giving the time of of day to those people to those strangers who were basically being used by God as vessels for them to be used by him to come and give me that beautiful opportunity to accept them as Lord and Savior, the gift of salvation. You see, basically, as I recall, my flesh and worldly ways were so embedded in me that I guess you can say I was so blinded and I couldn't even stop for a second. I was basically living in full sin in the world's ways. And not the Lord's way. I was so blinded until about eight years ago, I hit rock bottom. Sometimes we have to hit rock bottom to see that the Lord is truly always there to leave the 99 for the one. And that's exactly what he did with me. It's always in those moments within that storm, right? That we can come and where we're at the verge of just giving up and we're pleading for someone to save us, pleading for the Lord to help us. And it's exactly what happened to me. In all honesty, let me just say at that moment, of course, I didn't see it like how I see it now. My perspective obviously has changed, but I will not have it any other way, guys. This is how I stumble upon the love of Jesus. Now, let's take a reflection moment again and let's take some time to reflect on your personal journey. So if this is you, maybe you have been walking this faith, you know, alongside with Jesus for a good while now. Isn't it so crazy, guys, that when we reflect back to that point in time when we didn't know of Christ, or maybe we did know, but we didn't have a personal relationship with him. I mean, can we all just recall to that very moment? If this truly resonates with you, I am 100% sure that many of you might recall to those exact moments in time where basically God was just sending those beautiful reminders. Of course, maybe we didn't see them like that, right? But maybe he was sending people your way to give you the opportunity to get to know Christ and to receive him. And I don't know about you, but I did many times reject the truth and the very gift of salvation Little did I know that the Lord was trying to really just give me that opportunity to come to know his mercy, his true love. I don't know about you, but I find myself saying why many times I do. And I say to myself, like, why did I not believe? Isn't it crazy? You know that sometimes when we were in that moment, in that season where we now know of Christ, You know, we have given ourselves the opportunity to be made into that new creation that the Lord promises us to. And as we reflect, isn't it crazy how we're like, okay, now it makes sense. I want to take some time right now to speak to those of you who are listening at this very moment, who are the ones who might have never in your life accepted Jesus in your heart by faith. You are obviously, I'm going to say it right now, you are obviously not here by accident. I'm going to say it again. 
you are not listening to this podcast, listening to this message here by accident. I'm 100% sure the Lord has a God-given reason. He's giving you the, that exact opportunity to you today to receive him. It's kind of like that scenario that I just shared with you earlier. You are now getting that opportunity to accept him, to believe by faith that he is Lord. I always love to share and say that there are no coincidences in the kingdom of God, but appointed times by him. And at this very moment, I can sense the Lord just leading me to give many of you the opportunity to accept or to rededicate your life to him. And let me say one thing. Only because you're rededicating your life to Christ again, don't be ashamed of that. Be proud that you are growing and that you are done with your old ways and that you want to give yourself the opportunity to come back home. In reality, that's all that matters. Before I give you that opportunity, I would like to add, this is not only about accepting Jesus and all of a sudden you're good to go. I want to warn you, your life, as you take this bold decision, this bold leap of faith, your life will take a 360 turn. For example, things will shift and people may even walk away. In a good way, your life will change and it will not be easy. It will be hard. This is the one thing I can assure you of at least, is that as you come to fully submit and follow the Lord's leading, you will soon begin to fully understand his ways and purpose over your life. All right, so now let's take a moment together to go ahead and find that quiet space in your house, in your car, wherever you're at, to simply surrender and acknowledge that he is Lord. So go ahead and do that. If not, just if you don't have time, go ahead and pause the podcast, put an alarm and, you know, remind yourself to come back to the podcast. But I now want to give you that time right now. So no matter what walk of life you find yourself in today, whether this is your first time or not, there is about to be a huge celebration up in the heavens. And I am excited for you if you are deciding to take this bold leap of faith this life-changing decision and I want to give you that opportunity at this very moment so begin to prepare your heart begin to prepare your mind your heart posture and say this prayer with me heavenly father I come to you right now at this very moment with an open heart confessing that I have sinned I now repent of my every sin and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, that you sent your son Jesus to die at the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord, I fully surrender my heart and I commit my life to you to follow you from this point forward to do your will and I accept you by faith as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, I pray Amen. If you have prayed this prayer, congratulations. Don't take this lightly. Let me say right now, all of the angels in heaven are rejoicing alongside with you. And let me share a key nugget tip here with you. Now that you have made such a bold step of faith, plug into a church and be in community. 
And I say this because being in community will help you to stay grounded. But above all, remember, this will also help you to see God's way of moving in other people's lives to keep you encouraged too. So within this walk of faith, make sure you stay in community, connect with other people, share what God is doing in your life. I encourage you to share this moment. You might be like, oh, it was just a prayer that I said out loud. No, believe me, it is a celebration. The angels are celebrating with you. So go ahead and share this moment with someone today and say, hey, I was listening to the Flourish for Christ podcast. And you know what? I took that bold step of faith. I decided to take on the opportunity to say yes to Jesus today. And I came with bold authority and I answered the call today. There is no shame in sharing these beautiful, joyful, life-changing decisions. You don't have to be ashamed. I promise you that the right people will celebrate with you. Now, I believe the Lord is leading many of you. Think about it. Now he has snatched you and everyone else from the pits of hell, just like he snatched me long ago. And now I do want to state something here. With this amazing decision, also a life-changing transition will take place within you and your whole life. But remember, it's up to you to continue to fully submit and follow God's lead. Do not waver in the faith. Let me share another key nugget here. Continue to pick up that cross, even if it gets heavy. I promise you the Lord will equip you. It will not be easy. But what do I mean by this? God will equip you from the fiery lies and darts of the enemy that he tries to throw your way. He will equip you the whole way through. Remember now that you have made this huge decision and now that you're embarking to leave your old ways behind and now to embark in this new life in Christ, now you have a real enemy. Who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Let me be honest here. This is something that not a lot of people talk about. When someone comes to Christ. They don't want to say it because they don't want to discourage them. In all honesty, I would have wished that somebody would have told me this. When I embarked on this journey of faith over eight years ago. I wish somebody would have said like to me, Hey Vanessa, you know what? Now that you have made that best decision of your life. Be also aware that the enemy will not like it, but this is nothing to be afraid of. Think about it. I face so much opposition and you will too. I'm not here to bring forth any fear, but I want to be honest so you can be better equipped. There's nothing to be afraid of. For the Lord has already conquered the enemy himself. He will equip you every step of the way. Remember that. That you will overcome the lights of the enemy within your faith walk. Now, let's look at the book of John 10 and 10. And I'm going to be reading from the NLT version. And it says, The thief's purpose, which is the devil himself, is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose, which is the Lord, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. You see... Now that we have given ourselves the opportunity to leave our past, our old ways behind, basically now God has snatched us from the devil's playground. Just like I faced opposition, 
And at times I still do. You will also face it. And the enemy will do whatever in his power to bring you back to his ways and not the Lord's ways. Let me clarify something here. For those of you who may not quite know or un- or fully understand when I say enemy, when I say enemy, I am not referring to a person as the world's definition. I am referring to the devil himself. He is our true enemy. Let me give you scripture. Let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 and it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Keep this in mind and remember that even if you mess it up, the Lord's grace is sufficient. Of course, I I do want to clarify, I'm not saying take advantage of the Lord's grace over your life. But the Lord is merciful. The enemy will come to entice you. I want to remind you, he will entice you. He will tempt you. And he will do whatever it takes to trip you back up to succumb to your old ways. But I want to say, you can come to the Lord in all honesty, in all transparency, and repent. Remember, repent when you know you have to repent. Ask for forgiveness when you know you need to forgive. And above all, seek him. Guide, let him guide you. Ask him to lead you. Ask him to protect you. And I promise you, he will. I want you all to remember the Lord is granting you this very opportunity to have a new beginning as a new creation in him. Now, I want to go to the book of 2 Corinthians verse 5. And 17, and it says, I'm reading from the NLT, and it says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. You see, when we read this verse, this is a reminder that now we are all well on our way to embark on our new life, which is now in Christ. And now the old has passed away. God will begin to renew your mind and every aspect of your life and character. You see, change will certainly take place. The enemy will not like it. But as long as you, remember, as long as you stay close to the Lord and continue to hold tight onto him and his presence, remember that you have now taken this bold step, the Lord will equip you. He will protect you, strengthen you as you go through the renewing process of change. Look, let me give you an example. When I gave my life to Christ, change did completely take place in the inside of me. And I clearly remember I began to see many areas of my character shift within my life. And I also remember um, that I began to see a lot of shifting within like friendships and people walking away. And I began to realize that Those moments, of course, back then I didn't understand it, but I began to see that those scenarios, the Lord was basically snatching parts of my life from the enemy's hands. Think about it. That's crazy. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. But the Lord was snatching me from the lies of the enemy. And basically, you know, the chains were breaking off. The Lord was renewing process within me. The shackles and the blindfolds were basically now falling off and I do want to add on here 
I did face a lot of opposition. This is why I shared that with you earlier. I'm glad that you have now taken that bold step of faith. But keep in mind, you will face opposition. So I want to remind you, do not get discouraged when you find yourself facing those moments within your walk of faith as you now embark into this new journey. This world is quickly passing away. We live in a fallen world. It has his own ruler. And that ruler of this world is the devil himself. You know, the sad truth is that not many people want to hear this. But it is the raw truth. I am not afraid to say it. Not many want to acknowledge it. But the reality today is that I believe that many will refuse to see and accept this truth. And we're seeing it everywhere we go. Just like I refused the truth Back then, many are people refusing the truth. They're refusing and they're rejecting Jesus. They were even, remember, you will face persecution too, opposition. People will reject you because just as they rejected Jesus, it will happen to you too. This is not to cause you to fear, but to be, you know, on alert, on high alert, and to continue to trust that the Lord will equip you. Just like I was fully blinded, many are still fully blinded and held hostage by the enemy himself today. And we see it everywhere. Don't believe me? Let me share another scripture here with you. Let's go to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. And so it says, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Again, like I stated before, many are blinded blinded by the enemy himself. And I want to add on here, prior to me knowing Christ, I did experience this firsthand. When I was indulging in the world's ways, I clearly remember rejecting those strangers I mentioned to you about. Time and time again, these people who simply just wanted to share the gospel, the truth, the love of Jesus with me, I rejected time and time again. But you know what? I was blinded and held hostage by the enemy himself. You see here, the devil, he does not want anybody to be fully delivered. And he didn't want me to be fully delivered from my own sin, from my own chains that he had held me hostage. And guess what? I was well on my way to the pits of hell. And not even being aware of it, that's scary. That's the scary truth. And I thought, well, I'm living a good life. I'm good. But when I came to know Christ, I then realized that I was not, I didn't have a good life. And now I can say confidently that I am glad that I have found the truth, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. The reality here is that many people, think that they are good, that they're happy in this temporary fallen world. The reality is that many will face eternity without Jesus. Many will hear these words. Hear these words carefully. And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Now, if we take some time right now to let this sink into our minds and hearts, this is a scary scene. I honestly pray daily for my own family and even strangers to come to Christ before his return. My heart yearns for that. And look, I'm not saying I'm here and I'm perfect and I'm sanctified. Trust me, 
I am also fighting the good fight. Even eight years into my faith and walk with Jesus, I'm also fighting the good fight. I'm also running the race too. Running the narrow pathway to eternity is not easy. But we will be crowned at the end when Christ returns. So do not get discouraged. Do not give up. And now, if your heart doesn't yearn for others to come to Christ, then I genuinely pray from my heart and ask God to soften your heart and make you bold to share the gospel with others. Yes, I, I understand this is not easy, especially nowadays, you know, a lot of people just don't want to hear it, you know, and things are happening, pandemic is happening, they question the Lord's ways. Why is this happening? Why is that happening? We live in a fallen world. But guess what? It's our duty to continue to be bold in Christ and share the gospel. Souls are People are dying every day and many people are facing the pits of hell. That's the reality of it. Souls are being snatched because people are still playing within the devil's playground. And that's the sad reality of it. Many people don't want to hear it. And I'm sure many of some people already logged off the uh, podcast. But this is the truth. It's our duty to share it. I want to share something with you right now. For the past two weeks weeks or so the enemy has been fighting me so hard with opposition and testing me at work at home in other areas of my life and for the past two weeks i have taken notice that his plan is to derail me i've noticed that you see this very podcast that you're hearing right now at this very moment the lord is using me as a vessel to bring forth the lord's word to bring forth the message And of course, the enemy will not like it. He will hate it when we are walking in our God-given purpose. You know, I have been wanting to upload a message. And for the past weeks or so, I haven't been able to. But why? I ask myself why. And I want to tell you why. The enemy was bringing opposition my way for the past two weeks or so. Of course. And now I see it. You see the tactics here, guys? I hope that you are now connecting the dots. You see, this message the Lord has given me today to share with each and every one of you is here for a purpose. He has given me for a reason. For what? To save souls. This is why for the past two weeks, I did not even get to upload because the enemy himself knew for a fact that this very message that I will be sharing with you all today will be reciprocated by many and many will be snatched away from his lies and his manipulation. You see, the devil is very cunning. This is why we must always put on the whole armor of God and be on alert. He will come again, John 10 and 10. He will come to kill, steal, and destroy what God wants to do over your life. I encourage you to go and read the whole book of Ephesians 6. It talks more in depth on the, you know, the full armor of God. So therefore, don't be distracted by any circumstances that you know for a fact are trying to test your patience or take you out of character. Just don't entertain anyone or anything that the enemy can use against you. Now, I want you to keep this in mind and remember, people in your life you think are your enemies, I'm going to break it to you. They are not your enemy. The devil himself is your enemy. Remember, he works through anyone who is under his authority. And what do I mean by this? 
basically what I'm saying and what I mean is that he will use people who are not in Christ, people who can easily be manipulated by him. We live in a fallen world. I encourage you to go and read the whole book of Genesis. You see, the Lord did not create a fallen world. Let's take a moment and and think about the conditions to where the world is right now. And even with everything going on around us, many will still refuse the truth. The sad truth of it all is that many will still face the pits of hell. And you have now taken that first step by faith. Like I stated before, this decision is a life-changing decision. It comes with a life of change, with daily surrender, picking up that cross, even if it feels heavy, till Christ returns. Now with that said, keep on standing your ground against the enemy's lies and tactics. Continue to pick up your cross daily, continue to run the race, and above all else, seek his presence. Don't let the world corrupt you. Remember that the enemy is the ruler of this fallen world. He will use anyone or anything to try to trip you up and bring you back to that old life that you have now decided to leave. And that is something that you do not want. Trust me, I am speaking from experience. You don't want to go back to that place. Now with that said, let's continue to let the Lord renew our very minds For one day, we will all hear these very words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. All right. With that said, I hope that each and every one of you just were blessed with this message. Congratulations to those of you who have rededicated rededicated your life or accepted Christ for the first time ever. All right. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment. I thank you for this word. I thank you for this moment. You are in control. I thank you for leading us to just move within our hearts and let the Holy Spirit convict us if we needed to come to you, surrender, and fully leave the past and our old life behind. I thank you, Father, for using me as a vessel to bless your children and everyone else who needed to hear this word. I pray that each and every one of my listeners here, Lord, that you bless them, that you equip them. And for those who have now embarked on that new journey, I pray that you show them what it means to walk with you and what it means to fully surrender their life to you. Show them that you are the great I am, the truth, the way, and the life. With that said, I hope that you join me next week and be blessed until next time.